It's a fact you're not here. You ain't even real, but you still bring me fear. You make my bones so tired that my soul stands up. But now I'm starting to need to bleed to fill this cup. It's like I'm starting to need to bleed to fill this cup. Oh. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Working Wing, the podcast where every week we watch an episode of The West Wing and break it down from our own unique perspective. My name is Tim Schultz, and joining me, as always, my dear friend, longtime debate partner, and a man who makes uh, C.J. Craig look like the softest uh, Republican leadership, Killian Collins. Oh, man. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> you got to meet some more leftists, though. Like, I, I'm hardly... I'm hard. I'm hardly really out there yet. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. We'll, <laughs> we'll go visit Lenin, and then we'll meet the real. <laughs> yeah, our religious transformation will be complete. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're here with, uh, I believe, uh, the 21st episode of the West Wing, first season of West Wing, called "Lies, Damn Lies, and Statistics." Yes, based off of, I think a, I think that's a book. I think I read that book. Oh, really? It's, it's a book about how statistics can be used to lie. Oh. And how politicians use statistics to lie all the time. Oh, great. Like, you know, like what happened in like 2016 and with Brexit and with like uh, all these that, other not, things. Not really. That's that's slightly different. And, and David Cameron. Because politicians and, weren't lying. Like, like the, the polls were wrong. Yes, the polls were But the were politicians lying. reporting the polls weren't lying. Oh, okay. Okay, I see what you mean. But like, yeah, you can, you can use polls to like misrepresent stuff. I mean, I, what I got out of Brexit and uh, David Cameron winning was like, oh, well, like, the exit polls are, like, lying. Like, yeah. like the exit polls are literally lying. Yeah, the, you can't the average, take them serious. The average voter is lying. Right. Like, no, seriously. The average. And it's funny because the average voter will be lying and not lying. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck do you even do with all that? That's what makes all these statistic games messes is that it's just you can't trust a bunch right. of truth tellers and liars. Well, and and actually, all right, so I think that's a good launch into the episode, because yep. the episode opens with a bunch of, like, very wonky uh, polling talk Yes, about how to frame questions to, like, best manipulate the respondents. Yes, yes. With, yeah, it, it's it, it, essentially just a whole lot of just that kind of, like, bullshitty arguing of. Yes, this little this little one minute detail is going to affect all of that, which is like true and not true. Like it's like there there's all these things that they can't re- that they that they're considering that might really matter, but then there's all these things that are happening that they're not considering at all. And through it all, CJ, who is an expert in polling data, mm-hmm. is like telling them all this stuff, and they're like, "No, CJ, shut the yep. fuck up, you're wrong." Yep, we we're gonna go with we're gonna go with our tried and true. We're gonna go with what we think is really going on. We're gonna go with like our theory that we think is right, and that's what happens when there's like a big. There's a big area of um, of talk where it's like you're able to go down all these different paths, but no one's able to really have that wide consensus on like what's the main thing we're going to focus on. Yeah, big problem with the left <laughs> too. Yes, always, always. Um, but anyway, uh, they're hoping that their polls are going to be going up with their uh, let Bartlett be Bartlett policy. That they're uh, you know they're we're going to let it swing in in, uh, in politics here <laughs> kind of policy. Uh, CJ's just doubtful about, see, they're just doubtful about their, um, their thoughts about it. They think they're all going to be going down and they shouldn't be optimistic about five points rights. Yep. CJ thinks differently. Uh, Toby goes to Sam's office and says that he cannot visit Lori graduating law school. So sweet Lori from episode one and from the, uh, 
also from when Josh and uh, Sam came to her house and tried to extort her for information on any Republicans going to see uh, call girls. Yeah. Uh, like that same Lori is graduating law school and Sam wants to go and uh, visit her. Even and- though, again, and I think we, you, you and I talked about this as we watched the episode. The last time we saw Lori on screen in this show, she was screaming at Sam and telling him to get the fuck out of her apartment after he came there to try to extort uh, damaging political information about her clients out of her. Even with her giving him an out and saying, if you leave right now, I'll forget you even came here with this question. Yeah. Like, where that's. And he, like, doubles down beyond there. Right. Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. It's really shitty. And, and, and with Josh really insulting her to her face, really being a good elitist right there. <laughs> but Sam still desperately wants to go, which tells me he's going to. Uh, Leo uses his secretary to power trip on uh, Effie's, uh, on like this FEC, uh, this FET little. Uh, FEC F- commissioner. Sorry, FEC, he's the FEC commissioner. I thought he was on the board. Well, yeah, that's what they're called. They're called the, FE, the, the FEC, uh, FEC commissioners. commissioners. There okay. are six of them. Well, anyway, this guy was like, <laughs> this guy was like a little snail. Like if Tim Kane was like a little, like was a little slug. <laughs> like he just kind of comes in. He's like, and, and Leo has this great little scene here where he's just power tripping on him. Yeah. Nothing but like, Oh, let me bring the Marine in here and like show you. A show little, you like, a little, uh, yeah. I think you called it military propaganda. I mean, it is. I mean, no, it is like when, when, like when they teach like soldiers to do this shit, it's to like, Oh, it's to show your enemies how good they are with the rifles. Like, Oh, look, look at that. Look at that well, trick I can do with it with it loaded. Cool. And it's like, these countries have been doing this for fucking ever. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just as much to appeal to our own people as it is. Oh, to hell our yeah. Enemies. It is. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, it's, uh, but it's very funny. It is. It is pretty funny to watch to watch him just be awking at it. The, the way he reads up, and that right, and that rifle's really loaded at the end. It's, John Spencer is so fucking good in this yes. entire scene. Yes, and 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 he does this frequently with all sorts of people he invites in to meet the chief of staff. But like with Barry, especially. Oh, was, he was just going full fucking boy. Full, yeah, just just absolutely Barry, like Barry. It's your first time being here. Oh, I can show you this guy. You want to meet the president? Oh, like he's just having a drink with okay. the attorney general. All right, actually, all right here. All right, here is where I'm about to go off because. Uh, uh, all right, I, 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 I want to direct your mind back to the first episode we were introduced to Charlie. Yeah, and if you remember in that episode, there's a scene where Josh goes to leo and is like i want to hire this black kid but i'm not sure about the optics of like a black kid like holding the president's bags following him around Uh and leo's response is uh yeah josh is like he's like leo's like what's the problem josh responds he's black leo says so is the chief of staff so is the uh 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 joint chief of staff and so is the Attorney General. Yeah. Now, in this episode, we meet the Attorney General. <laughs> well, and the, the end of that line from Leo to Josh back in that episode is, this isn't central casting, I'm trying to run a country here. <laughs> and then when we finally meet the Attorney General, fresh out of central casting, it's a bland old white dude. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, Aaron... Aaron, you like deliberately tried to make a point of like politics doesn't follow central casting. It goes to the best person for the job. But show you couldn't does. even bother to like cast a black guy that you had already set up existing. Show business, baby. Show business, baby. 
<laughs> Guys, I'm trying to run a show here, not trying to run central casting for the White House, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's I, ridiculous. It I, is such it, a it, like it is. it's it's such a funny like yeah, you clearly did not even remember that. No, no. But <laughs> That comes from us not writing shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, yeah. So, like, yeah, Leo pawns him off in, in there trying to get him to, like, be serious about going against the Grant with campaign finance. Trying to really butter him up with all the prestigious names in front of him and all the people he gets to, like, you know, bump shoulders with and have drinks with late at night just for the just for such an occasion yeah. so they are kind of rolling up the they are just rolling out yeah exactly it's a shock and awe campaign yeah yeah definitely um president's also uh asking leo about uh, how the polls are going Putting yeah more tension on that uh Lori is uh i love actually one of my favorite a line i always remember because i think the writing between leo and pres and and, and bartlett uh, a lot of the writing in this episode is just very snappy and good, but uh, Bartlett's thing of like of like dress Marine outside your office and it's like too much. He's like, well, my thing is what that what's that guy supposed to be guarding? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you, what are you pulling out? What do you got? What are you pulling this guy from to fuck with Barry Askins here? Right. I mean, like, why do we have like all of them doing all that shit? You like anyway? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fun. Um, yeah, because it's fun. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Anyway, we cut to Lori uh, studying law, very hard at work, studying for her bar exam. Yes. I guess. I mean, she's graduating law school, but she still has to pass her bar exam. Yes. Um, her uh, her friend is with her in the library, who's a waitress, which I don't know, like, if or your friend, it isn't a working thing I don't, working class thing I don't understand. Tim, we used to, like, have pies at Perkins and, like, study our work. And, like, you know, do shit we have to do. Well, we were students, and I understand that. But if you're a working-class waitress, bro, you don't get the free time to be hanging out with your friend at the library and not doing shit. Like, Well, I hate to contradict you, Killian, but there were times where, like, like me and uh, me and Chris, uh, my buddy Chris, would just, like, go to the Lawrence Library to, like, hang out. Hey, I, I, sometimes, I, I, I didn't know sometimes, that. Man. Sometimes Chris's boyfriend Cameron would be there, like working on projects, but like, but like, uh, yeah, they were there we, to, just just there to chill. Yeah, we were just there to chill. Got you. Oh, oh, hey, hey, you know, maybe it's maybe it's maybe it was just that that time. Maybe it was just those times of the time. Maybe I would say, or that, maybe I'm a fucking nerd. That's yeah. also a distinct possibility. I don't. <laughs> It's true too. I mean, that's true too. Well, well, maybe maybe Lori. Maybe they're trying to say Lori was inspiring her friend to. Yeah. Maybe I hope so. I hope she can go to law. I mean, she was telling her like, "Well, yeah, you may not be a waitress forever. You can go to law school too." And the hard part is paying for it, but indeed. Anyway, um, <laughs> Sam calls Lori and tells her that she can't make it, and she answers. And, I, and I'm the whole time I'm watching this, I'm going like, "Why is she not so fucking angry at him?" Like this is like, yeah, it, it really. And it feels like the affection is like jacked way up between right? them. They're now all of a sudden dripping on each other. Like, like, yeah. Like it's like past the point. Like we're good friends, and it's like no, no there's that. There's like, just, yeah. It's like what, well, and it's like, dude, like she kicked you the fuck out of her house. Yeah. With, like for trying to extort. And her. the time before that, you like accosted her while she was working, uh, right? To yell at her for doing her job. Like statistically, you were nothing but bad news in this regard. Yeah, like it's like, bro, like, <laughs> I mean, like, I guess we have a track record on this show of Lori just 
forgiving Sam for like truly audacious and and like and like stupid behavior. Yeah, everyone just forgives Sam for whatever shit. Like, <laughs> call it the Rob Lowe effect, right? <laughs> um, um, anyway, he tells her that there's a staffer that there's some uh, Republican staffer that knows about Laurie's past and wants to use it against him. Uh, Leo, against the speechwriter. Leo has <laughs> has um. Even some, oh no. Never mind, I'll forget about that for a second. The president is arguing with CJ on the PR of uh, how, of drug treatment versus, um, you know, incarceration, stuff like that. And like, he's basically giving her the counter arguments that he's going to be experiencing. And she just kind of gives him the line of like, <laughs> of, uh, yeah, I mean, that's basically, they're giving me the same line that like every administration's been fighting. Yeah. I mean, like that's been that's been using against us is that like, well, you're just gonna you, you what you think we should just treat treat a bunch of drug addicts and think we're right. gonna benefit a bunch of drug addicts and, and it's and like yes, like we want to make them not drug addicts, like yeah, that's kind of the and, point. And I think the memo they're talking about is a memo that it, it's kind of a like, are you guys even looking at yourselves in the mirror here? Because the memo they're talking about is saying legalization would help like prevent the most deaths from like drug abuse yes and treatment and, is more helpful than yeah just dying. and they're like every every administration every surgeon general for the past 30 years has produced this menu memo but we're not talking about le- legalization no. no they're just like they're very clear of like we are explicitly ignoring 30 years of expert advice and the thing is neoliberals are supposed to be all about that but it really only comes down to what do they actually want to do well it's i think it comes down to capital it's like what is what are other fellow capitalists who like are powerful and like feel good in their heart to be ne- good enough in their heart to be neoliberals to like want to put money aside for to benefit people? What do they think design yeah. benefits people? And usually it's shit that either like involves them getting like their public reputation out there so they can continue to like, continue a big legacy, or it's something else that just benefits them directly. Right. right. There. Well, if you look at like the arguments for legalization that have always worked, it's a capitalist argument. Yeah. It's no. <laughs> a, it's a, you make a bunch of money, we make a bunch of tax money, everyone wins. Right. But I mean, the capitalist argument against that though, is that like the drugs, I mean, it's the, the oldest one, the drugs keep like, like, like the drugs make a very small amount of people a lot of money. Well, yes. And, and that's mostly the argument against that. It's like, well, that's like, that's ultimately like what capitalism is. It's, it's a small amount of people making a lot of money over a lot of other people. Yes. And that's like, I mean, that's how these systems work. Yes. Although you can like grow your own you know, I, I guess you can also like brew your own beer and shit, but like you can like grow your own bud. But you're going to be limited by how much you can really grow that to if you're not exploiting other people. That's true. This is exactly what what how like how these. Oh yeah, I th- the numbers I've seen on like personal plants is pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, you can like, do a lot as far as like yields and shit. I mean, that's why a lot of people are like starting to do like self sufficient shit or community sufficient shit. Yeah, where it's like if you just get your community together, be able to get all this shit you know, done. Pot together. garden in the community. <laughs> I'm a lot more than that, my friend. <laughs> but I wouldn't. No. <laughs> and we don't do pot either, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, all right. I know. I'd, I'd, ha- I'd have some tomatoes. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I, I think what, what we were getting on about is um, the, pre- yeah, the president's arguing with CJ about PR drug treatment. Toby tells him uh, that every administration tries to fight treatment that way oh yeah no everyone is just like jumps in on cj's point and yeah. and repeats the same shit she was saying as if it was their point. as though it was, there was their point yeah i think exactly. the president also dismissed her saying like saying her same line of like, yeah. yeah just tell him just, that yeah, just tell him that yeah uh 
I think this is the part where like the ambassadors come in. Yeah, we have we have the uh, ambassador drama around the Federated States of Micronesia. Yes, because their current ambassador is getting promoted to Bel- Bulgarian um, ambassador, and the current Bulgarian ambassador is getting fired. Yes, for have for, for for some affairs that he shouldn't be really having. Although honestly. I, I mean, I don't know anything about Bulgaria, and no offense to Bulgaria. Is it just a matter of population? Is that why it's considered more prestigious? Because, shit, give me, like, an ambassadorial, like, villa on the beach somewhere, and I'd be happy with that. I'm sure it is like that for some people, but... <laughs> this guy wants to be the... Bulg- I, I guess you probably get to meet more people, and... I'm sure there's... Bu- I'm, I'm sure that there's business interests and stuff, like, over... Like, I mean, that's the thing, is that there's all these... You have access to, like... To a country that other people normally yeah, have access to. That's true. And that that's that opens up a whole wheel of opportunities where you could be like, well, hey, I want to. What, what is what, Bulgaria likes bowling? I'm going to start the American Bulgarian Bowling League, and we're <laughs> going to like make a whole bunch of money and have tournaments and like great relations and you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Do do all that any other shit. Um. But anyway, uh, they they decided they're gonna fire this. Uh, they're gonna fire and replace this guy quietly, and not for, and not announce the real reasons they're gonna really be doing it. Yes, because uh, because you have to protect you have to protect men's infidelity. Yes, says Aaron Sorkin, numerous um, numerous, numerous time. time numerous time divorce uh, man, saying you never you never out a man's infidelity. Right, that, that's kind of that's that's something you don't do. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> Josh and Joey uh, are arguing super hard about uh, English as a national language debate. And I think it's mostly just like Joey's kind of doing opposition research. Yeah, um, they're, they're well, yeah, they're trying to get yeah, exactly. They're, they're, tra- they're trying to get up on each other, and Josh is you know being his normal snarky self that like Joey's eating up because he's just so infuriating and so full of himself. Um, CJ's doing her due diligence in the briefing. Uh, challenging mandatory minimum sentences and doing her like harsh Bartlett. I mean, honestly with this whole like let Bartlett big Bartlett thing, like CJ has been doing most of the fighting. Yeah, she has, Uh, she has. And she, yeah, we've made the point before. She's clearly the most competent and like best part of the president's staff. Yeah. Like, like by, by far, (laughs) like (laughs) honestly, like, you know, probably only rivaled by the president. Yeah. Like, that's really it. And the president is, like, still, like, as his own, like, the president's really just an actor. Yeah. That's what it kind of seems like. And But she has to be that other face that, like, keeps the actor in, in check and present. Um, do we skip past the uh, short Josh Donica, uh conversation where she's like, you're supposed to take me to Hawaii, other bosses do it? Because I, <laughs> I, just, I just have a point of, like, the woman asked for it, says Sorkin. Yeah. Like... how are you gonna get how you gonna go after a man for sleeping with a secretary when they ask for it you know they wanted to go to hawaii jesus christ (laughs) 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 maybe that's unfair but i I honestly don't think so i think why they were on something i think why they move i think eric sorkin's been on this jeff i think he's on that plane (laughs) i think he was on that plane check the logs Um, anyway, after this, uh, after this really, uh, tense exchange with, with the press corps, uh, Danny asked this uh, question about like, are you going on this crusade for drug addicts? You know, that kind of, yeah. which is, you know, they're, which they're, honestly, like CJ should have been like, yeah, right. Like, it's yeah. like, it's like, you're going to hit me from the right. Like I got something from that. Like it, it's literally just that. And then Danny like 
tries to come at her like when she's like leaving and it's like well, why are you being so mean to me i don't i don't get it you can't be mad at me forever i'm just doing my job and she's like yeah you're clearly like i mean she didn't say you're hitting me from the right she's like it's like that point was ridiculous but it's like no like you're hitting me from the right yeah shit. which is bullshit right it's it's like if you i mean like hey if you want to but like you're gonna be like that same guy who's like trying to come in on fucking on Zoe, on uh, Zoe Bartlett, just being like, "What do you think about this? Where were you at that party last night?" It's like, yeah, yeah like you're you're hitting them about this shit for for what? Like for for, for <laughs> yeah. Um, she argues with Danny, says that uh, yeah, that she's not that she she basically takes him to his office and and basically tells him in confidence that she doesn't really feel respected. Yeah, and he needs to like start respecting her more too, which is true. That's just fair. Yeah. Um, CJ asks Leo why he didn't tell the president uh, her 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 opinion of uh, of the polling numbers. Uh, and Leo's re-argument argument is, response is, I'm ordering you not to be offended. Yes. Yes, don't read into it. Like, don't read into yeah. it. Also, I liked Margaret's joke. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Margaret had a little joke, if you remember. It you too. have one egg and... Why, why do French people only have one egg for breakfast? Because in France, one egg is enough. Yeah. Her her delivery on that was really tight. Yeah, like I, I thought that was funny. <laughs> I did not get it because I'm an old country. I'm an old country swine. Does not speak. French. I don't speak French either. Yes. I just I like the delivery. Yes, the delivery was hilarious. <laughs> uh, Josh and Joey uh, continue fighting in on the national language debate in the polling bank, and Mandy's wound up tight. Wants him to shut the fuck up. Basically, like Josh and Joey are doing what me and Tim do. Yes. Like, like we're just, we just don't shut the fuck up with people are yeah. And people are getting annoyed for us. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, CJ basically kicks Josh out to get everyone coffee, which Josh then acts like he's volunteering to do. Uh, Lori and her friend are drunkenly walking home for Sam to be waiting, like the true stalker that, yeah. <laughs> that he is uh, while they're coming home late at night. And her friend is in on it. On him coming, so he probably bribed her to like <laughs> drag her over there and like. Yeah, sure she, we know she got fifty thousand dollars from the paper. How much did Sam pay her? Right. <laughs> uh, Sa- Sam gives her uh, a pen and a briefcase, and uh, he hide that he, which he hid in a trash can. Yeah, <laughs> which is also like really, dude. Um, to which uh, there were photos being taken of, and as you said, Tim, uh, music that does not belong in the no, West. No, it's like weird action music. It's it's crazy. Like it's like music that's like part of like NCIS soundtrack. Yeah, or definitely. And and then uh, a car peeling off very conspicuously to Sam, knowing it's like okay, like something is up. Uh, the president is briefed on the Sam situation the next morning by uh, Toby and Sam. And Sam saying he's putting in a letter of resignation. Which would be like, oh, do you know, I'm thinking fair. Fair. Like, fa- yeah. Yeah, that tracks, Sam. Like, that definitely tracks. Like, it makes sense. You, why, I mean, like, why now? Why not six months ago? Right. Like, like, right. And we've seen the president can, like, get people, like, corporate jobs whenever he wants. Right. So it's like. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're getting into that. But uh, <laughs> anyway, the president uh, tells Sam of action to tell her. And basically, like, the president has a whole plan to, like, actually save Sam. Which is ridiculous. But. You know, you got to do it to keep these characters on the show. And God bless you, Rob Lowe. I want you to keep working. Yeah. And the president has this nice little thing at the end of like, okay. tell, And also tell Lori congratulations from the president for graduating. Well, and he's like, tell her I will personally ensure that she gets to work uh, as a lawyer. So it really does help to fuck the uh, deputy communications director sometimes. Yeah. And he's had this little bit of like, oh, you got to be not. I do something nice for us yeah. sometimes. 
it's like, and it's like the prostitutes that your staff has specifically fucked. Yes, just that one. Yeah, no one else. You're not going to like legalize prostitution or anything like or that. Or like, or like, I oh, got harsh down on pimping or anything. Yeah, like you're not going to do any of that shit. You're just going to fucking like. <laughs> You're just gonna be like, no, no, my staff can still be Johns whenever they want, yeah. and, like help the ones out that they think are pretty. <laughs> like, fuck you, like, fuck you, bro. Um, uh, what, what was his name again? Uh, Keith Conrad. The guy. Uh, yeah, Ken Kenneth Conrad or something. Kenneth Conrad is like um, waiting for the president. The president tells him that he needs to hire. Uh, that he needs to hire this Bulgarian. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. He tells he tells some some CEO. Yes. Hire Ken Conrad. Yes. Uh, right away. He, right away. He lost his job I'm for a reason we can't talk about. But. He says gross incompetent. It's really it's really gross. Yes. He's like it's like yeah. Just put him on your board. He'd be making more money. He's super incompetent and gross, but you'll like him. You're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. And, and I'm wondering like what's in it for him? Like like what is in it for them? Like why can't like, he, like they can't force him to do it? Kenny. The goodwill of a grateful president. Goodwill. Yeah, that's dude, he's dude, he is banking <laughs> on that. He is banking on that. Um Yeah, then the president asks the yeah, the president meets with the Bulgarian ambassador. Yeah, and we find out more about Charlie's mysterious background that's still left super vague, except yes. you can bet there's something super racist that went down. Yeah. Yeah. Well basically the president like tells them straight up in this in his office or yeah, well, he's been saying, like, I know you know this guy because you're being weird every time you say his name. Yeah, well, he did that with Charlie throughout the episode. But when he first meets with this um, Kenneth guy, he tells him, you know, he tells him, like, no, you're going to have this thing set up for us. We know what went on. Like, we're doing this. Like, yeah. We're doing this. It's going to happen. Yeah. To, like, basically thunderstrike him right there and then leave the office for a little bit to have Charlie be in the office with him. To which they learn that, like, Char- that uh, Kenneth does know him. From uh, from being a waiter at, at like some private exclusive club, and then this guy makes a comment of like, I I hate places like that. And Charlie's like, Well, sir, you I can't help but notice you joined in the first place. And then this guy throws a total Karen moment. I'm like that is out of line. I need to speak to your supervisor. Right, and it's like my supervisor who just I mean, I, I'm also, it's also just like yeah, my supervisor who like is the president uh, and just bitched you down. Yeah, like, exactly. Like he just slapped you down right there, and it's like you want to talk to that? Yeah, okay. Okay. The president comes right back in and and says like, oh, you guys did know each other. You lied to me, Charlie. You you had me. You going. mocked me. You mocked me, Charlie. Oh my gosh. And then tells this other, and then tells this Bulgarian former Bulgarian ambassador like this shit is happening. You have you have no idea how much you should accept this and like your life's gonna be better. Just accept it anyway, otherwise your life's fucked. Um, former ambassador stays snotty and and leaves and says he didn't vote for him. Whatever. <laughs> the president meets with uh, I, I guess the head of the FBC, the FBC commission is like... No, no, no. no. The guy he meets with is the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, he's like... Or he might be the Senate Majority Leader. I think he's the Speaker of the House, though. Okay. So, it's Republican. He's like House. Newt Gingrich. Okay. Okay. But anyway, the guy who plays um is... um I can't remember this actor's name, but it's the same guy as Mr. Lebowski and the Big Lebowski. The Big, the big Lebowski one. Uh, and this fucking meeting... Um, they say right away that they knows they disagree on things. They're like, "Oh, I'm a commie, and I'm and I'm a redneck, and I'm a redneck son of a bitch." And I'm like, "Well, neither one of those things are true, guys. Like, both yeah. those, both those things are fucking are, are I, I'd say to an extent are lies. I'm, a couple things might be true, but I that. Yeah, but anyway, they say that we both agree on campaign finance pitch, and, I, and I'm wondering what exactly do the two of you agree on? 
Right. right. Well, I think what this is referencing is, um, like, McCain-Feingold had a campaign finance reform act, and that's actually what Citizens United mostly overturned. Yeah. And that came out in, like, the late 90s. So I think that's that's kind of what they're referencing. Yeah. But it's, you know, the president, because uh, it's the West Wing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, they they really agree on that. That this this is the most cooperative I've ever seen it like in fiction. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, it, it rivals kind of the end of Game of Thrones. Like <laughs> it, it really does, where it's just like, oh, so you guys have like no interest. You're trying to get over each other. Yeah, politics just out the room. Out the room. Like it's like literally, you guys have no history at all whatsoever. Except You're, for hating each other, apparently. Except, except for hating each other for like whatever reasons are just gone now. In yeah. a country that also has no history and there is no past or goals you're trying to achieve at all. Like, it, like none of that shit makes sense. Like, it, it is just simply a writer trying to, like, get to an end goal with something and go, like, well, they just resolve their conflict. That's they a want good to. answer, sir. That's a good. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like conflict, <laughs> conflict people. Come on. Uh, anyway, um, if President starts his campaign finest pit, pitch, he says he doesn't need a law. With some prying of some seats open, and he asks for he asks for a favor from Max to basically pry one of these seats open, and Max. Well, yeah, he's saying he says Matt Max is going to help him confirm all his nominees. Yes, and Max says, "Well, what's in it for me?" Grateful, the favor of a grateful president, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that that all shit. <laughs> that all shit. Would, good answer, sir. Right, <laughs> good answer, sir. I'm like, yeah, and I, of course. And it's kind of funny because the actor who plays him, like, it kind of reminds me of Dick Cheney a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it kind of, but it's like, yeah, like, I also imagine Dick Cheney just being like, you can take that and shove it up your ass. Now, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> here's what's yeah. really going to happen, you son of a Dick bitch. Dick Cheney just, like, pulls out his, like, shotgun. Yes. Pull, he pulls out a shotgun and he puts in the buckshot. <laughs> and, then, and then and then the Democrats yeah. all start leaving the office and he says, okay, right, boys. Right, the hunt starts now. <laughs> like, right. Most dangerous <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, Dick Cheney hunts people. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, anyway, Max accepts this, this fantasy deal. Toby is announcing that the FBI's, well, not, not super fan. He was someone historical basis for but Toby is announcing... Um, yeah, Toby learns that. No, Toby tell Toby goes and talks to the last remaining, the at last remaining FEC commissioner they need. Yep, and offers him a promotion to ambassador to the uh, Federated States awesome. of Micronesia. Yep. Okay. Cool. Put that all right out there. My notes do not quite reflect that. Uh, CJ is still expecting a bump in the polls, and Josh says that Leo is like a father to her, and don't really worry about him disregarding her yeah. opinion. I think he was talking about, I, yeah, I couldn't tell if he was talking about Leo or Jed, or maybe both, but she's like, it's not enough to keep me around, but it's like, also, come on, lady, like, you could make, you could make, you could make, like, triple your current salary easily, Yes, just working for any big company as, like, a PR person. Yeah. Much like how, like, yeah, much like how it happened with this Kenneth guy, Sam would be better off too. Yeah, way better. They all off. would. That's how the system works. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. And then the last, the last scene is the announcing of the poll results, right? Yeah. The whole staff is uh, waiting in anticipation in the Oval results. I'm sorry, in the Oval Office. Sam brings up his argument with uh, Joey to the president. Well, Josh does. Yeah, I'm sorry, Josh does. Josh brings up his argument with Joey to the president, and they and they go through it. And Joey has got like a really smart, smart, snarky response of, 
you know, it's ridiculous that like they would try to, she, she ends it, she ends her little point with, it's ridiculous that like, you're going to think there's a war in the language that shape that has Shakespeare. Yeah. So. Shakespeare. Yeah. The language of Shakespeare does not need a law to protect it. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a Western exceptionalism argument there, but it's fine. I mean, it's. I mean, I think the argument is that it's like it's still in the culture, and it's going to be in the culture. Yes, much like how Spanish in like in this in South and in and around America is going to be around forever, and like how like I mean, I hope that it, the indigenous languages will be around forever. But those uh, those, those are those are yeah. Those Did, are, see, those need laws to protect it, like in my opinion. But yeah. All right. Um, oh, and then um, yeah, the final. The, oh, I'm sorry, the president. Ask what kind of briefcase <laughs> Sam got Lori. You were rolling your eyes hard during this. Yes. Yes, I was. And because he was really invested in like, oh, what exactly like are the deets about these briefcases? Yeah, no, he just starts listing off the specifications of other nice briefcases he likes. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, dude. Why is, why is Jed such a nerd? Like, love him, though. Love him, though. Love him, though. That's my president. That, <laughs> I still, I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote <laughs> Thanks for trying. Oh, with a great response. <laughs> um, CJ comes in with a looks very somber, like she's going to be wrong. But of course, she fakes him out with a, we went up nine points. Nine With the points. whole staff starts smiling and they're all reinvigorated. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, what's next? Right. Okay. With CJ not getting any of her credit. But, but she was wrong to be offended anyway. So she shouldn't need extra credit now. Ain't that just the way? That is the way. Ain't that just the way? So all you... All you hardworking poli sci nerds, just know when you're wrong, don't you know? Be mad at yourself, but don't be mad at anyone else for being mad at you. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was another episode of the West Wing, and this has been another episode of the Working Wing podcast. We are kind of rushing the end of this, but we have to go do theater. So, yes. uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach us at workingwingpod at gmail.com. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you agree or disagree with anything that we're, that we're going on about, feel free to leave a comment in the comment section on YouTube. And a like and subscribe and a ring of the bell if you feel like it. Yes, absolutely. You can also find all our friends' nice links to their artwork and our music down below. Yes, that's James Kunkka and uh, Jennifer Bunch. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's all for us. So until next time, keep working. Keep on working.